0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 430, recorded live on September 19th, 2015, and here are your hosts, the man who is going to be slightly disappointed, Dave Play. I'm going to be what now? Disappointed. Because I am the man who has not touched his narcotic pain meds, Andy Lowe, hi.
1: Oh, yeah, that would have been a lot of fun. Yep. Recording while Andy is on painkillers.
0: Yep, nope, have not touched them yet. Which... because you haven't needed
1: to or because you have not wanted to. I or... haven't needed to. Okay. So a successful wisdom tooth extraction. Yes, very successful. You were out for what like a day?
0: Uh, let's see. I got there at 8:30. Point was at 8:45, went back there around 9 something and then I don't remember anything cuz I was fully knocked out. Um, till, sorry, Kat and Jake are now just posting a bunch of pictures to one of our, uh, Hangouts. Hangouts, yeah. Um, I was out for basically about an hour... Then I was pulled out, and then Kate drove me home, and I uh, sat around yesterday drinking Verner's, and I had some ramen and some soup. And this it. is
1: not an endorsement for like medicinal value of Verner's and ramen and soup. No, just so people are aware.
0: But no, I haven't had a problem. Just been popping my Motrin once every six hours, and okay. Been oh, good.
1: so so you are doing pain meds, just yes. not
0: like heavy pain meds. Not the ones that will make me um, sound delightful, according to Kate. Kate thought I was. Quite silly coming out of my, um, IV anesthesia, so. Yep, people usually are. Turns out I'm no exception. I, I especially, uh, I think she said I made a couple of the nurses there chuckle a couple of times. Yeah. I don't remember that, but. What, what did you say that the I don't the know, nurses... she hasn't told me. <laughs> it's not too bad, I guess. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, good, I'm not subconsciously an asshole. Yay. So, yeah, no, I came home and been doing some liquid stuff. I gotta do a rinse after this, and then I'm gonna try and eat some eggs. All right. Yeah, wisdom teeth all taken care of. Yes, I no longer have any of them in my mouth. Good for you. Yeah, should be good because that means I can go to the uh, Western game tonight. So that should be fun.
1: Oh, that's right, football. Yes, that's a thing. Football has
0: started. College Cause, football. Cause how's how's your U of M? Michigan team won team doing?
1: one and lost one. Yeah, same record as Eastern. They're, they're yeah, they're won a really. Eastern won a game against Wyoming. Okay. <laughs> What? It's hard to tell, right? Because Eastern is in, in one of those positions where they, they can play against teams that are worse than them, and they can play against teams that are better than them. Yes. I mean, that's true of everyone, but it, it's particularly true for Eastern. Like, they're just right in the middle. And so when you hear Eastern won, if you don't know who they played against, that can be either really impressive or just like, oh, good for them. I feel like a bad fan. I have no idea who either Wisconsin or Michigan is playing. Wisconsin is playing Troy at 2:30 this afternoon. I guess I'm not going downtown. <laughs> Or across town.
0: we are Eastern is playing Ball State at 3, and Western is playing Murray State tonight at 7. Michigan but is
1: playing UNLV right now. The Rebels, right? Uh, I don't know. University of Nevada, Las Vegas, right? Yes. I don't know what they are. Michigan State's playing Air Force,
0: hence why I'm getting a bunch of pitchers from Cat and Jake, because they are at uh, the game and probably they're bored. They're
1: probably bored because, what, State's got to be creaming Air Force.
0: Uh, 21-7 right now. Yeah. Hey, Western had a good shot. When they played Michigan State, two interceptions and things would have uh, been –
1: well, not two interceptions and things (laughs) would have been different. Yeah, but – Andy, how many games is that true? Of? <laughs> how many football games are won or lost because of a single interception? Oh yeah, no, two? especially
0: since one of those was an end zone interception. Right.
1: Yeah, uh, that's, that's a fourteen point swing right there. Yep. So. And in games where the the like average score is in the thirties to forties, that's quite a bit. Yeah. Michigan is up twenty one nothing against UNLV. It's going to be probably a pretty easy win. Yep. So we talked about food. We talked about sports. This is this is like a, we didn't talk about food.
0: I talked, I sold you what I ate
1: yesterday. That doesn't count as talking about food. I plan on having eggs later today. There you go. That's better. How are you preparing said egg? I'm just going to fry them like normal. So you, this is when you put a, do you put oil or butter in the pan first? Yeah, I put a little bit of olive oil on the bottom. Ooh, fancy
0: olive oil. Yeah, well, it's better for you. And it's got a better smoke point than the other stuff. I thought olive oil had a
1: lower smoke point. To the Google. <laughs> I type in olive oil. The rest of it fills in with smoke point.
0: Okay, canola oil. Sm- oh, here we go. Healthiest cooking oil chart, smoke points, etc. Smoke point index. Corn oil is at 160. Extra virgin olive oil, 160. Celsius. Sorry, yeah.
1: Worth pointing out. Canola oil is at 205 Celsius. Extra virgin olive oil is at like one sixty five, one sixty.
0: 160. Avocado oil is has a smoke point of five hundred and twenty degrees Fahrenheit.
1: Yeah, I'd believe it. This is why you deep fry in things like peanut oil. Yeah, refined peanut oil four hundred and fifty Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Not Celsius. No. Don't
0: switch. Pick one or the other. I'm going with Fahrenheit now. God damn it, it's America. Peanut oil for forty 40- Fahrenheit. Almond oil for 20 Fahrenheit. Virgin olive oil is 420.
1: What? Virgin olive oil is 420? That's what it says. I know because I'm looking at extra virgin olive oil right here and it's it's 325. Oh. Virgin olive oil is at 200 Celsius. What is that? Maybe it is 200 Celsius to Fahrenheit is... That's about
0: 400. 400.
1: Wow. Oh, so there's a that's- huge difference between virgin and extra virgin. Yeah. Huge virgin difference. Virgin. Wow. A virgin version, A virgin virgin? I have no idea. What is a virgin virgin? Butter, butter is, mind you, is at 350. So better for you, Higher higher
0: cooking points means, what, less cooking time? No,
1: you don't get your pan that hot anyway.
0: No, no, I don't. It takes a while to get my cast iron pan up to 500, and that's for steaks. Yeah, that's going to smoke just about any oil.
1: Yeah. You cook your your steak at 500? Yeah. You could put a piece of paper on it, and it would catch fire.
0: Yeah, I, I get the, the oven up to 500 with the cast iron pan in the oven. Then I pull it out, mind you, with a hot pad. Yep. On the burner, crank the burner up to high. Make sure it's nice and hot. I've got the steak already rubbed down and dabbed and everything, and I put some canola oil on it just a little
1: bit. Which will then smoke when it touches the cast iron skillet. Yeah. Because that is well above the smoke point of canola oil.
0: Where is canola oil on here? Oh, 400. Okay. Um, And then I sear it for about two minutes on a side, and then I stick it back in the oven until uh, we reach the right doneness of
1: whatever we want. Yep. You realize you, you really don't need the canola oil, right?
0: No. Yeah, probably like, not.
1: meat has
0: Fat. Well we get some pretty lean cuts because Kate doesn't like fat in her meat. Okay. So we have some pretty lean cuts. So we're talking some like top round and that sort of stuff. Uh,
1: so fun fact. Yes. While we're talking about food and leanness and meats I gained eight pounds in the last six weeks, and I finally figured out why. It's because I haven't been training in the last six weeks. So you haven't been on your feet. When I move around, when I train, I walk about seven to eight miles a day. Yeah. And so I had not been doing that for like six weeks, and I had not changed my eating patterns. Ah. (laughs) So looking forward to working this off now. Back in the classroom, I walked close to 18,000 steps every day for the last four days
0: i'm gonna be running a marathon in 30 days Ooh. no sorry 29 because september has 30 yep
1: 30 days has september Yep, best month goes first okay topics yes anything else about sports food uh, random events things that may have happened no
0: i think i'm good okay i was expecting more swelling but i don't really have any from the teeth yes
1: okay <laughs> uh yeah we'll, we'll leave that there yeah more swelling topics what do we got Well, first off,
0: the EPA uh, is accusing Volkswagen of messing with the numbers.
1: Of faking some tests.
0: Yes. Uh, Well, not actually faking some tests. uh, Selectively
1: using their equipment. Selectively using their equipment.
0: Yes. They installed into, uh, let's see, these cars that violated the standard were 2009 to 2014 Volkswagen Jetta, Beetle Golf, 2014 Passat and the 2009 to 2015 Audi A3 so there was a defeat device plugged into the system that was only turned on when the car was doing emission testing so that it would say oh yeah no the emissions are good on this thing and then once the emission testing was done it would turn off the defeat device and allow um, the large amounts of nitrous oxide to be released gotta love the quote-unquote clean diesel yep only clean when it's being tested so, what's the penalty? Well, right now the EPA is allowing Volkswagen uh, basically a grace period to try and fix this. But what can happen is um, for violating the CLEAR Act, the violation can be a maximum of 37500 per vehicle. And as you saw, these were five-year runs of some of these vehicles. And, you know, 20% of Volkswagen sales are diesels. So, the fine could be technically as high as $18 billion dollars. <laughs>
1: Uh, That's a little bit of money for Volkswagen.
0: Um, So the cars are still safe to drive. All this is doing is just allowing more pollutants into the air than is required through the Clean Air Act. Um, But Volkswagen is basically going to have to announce a recall. Yep. Because they need to fix this.
1: Yep. So they're recalling potentially how many cars, did you say? Oh, millions of them. So if you own a Volkswagen, get ready to take it in. Now, is that nationwide or is that like only in states that have restrictions like California? Well, this is a
0: federal guideline for the EPA.
1: Oh, so they're violating the national one.
0: Yeah, they're they're violating the big law, not how, the state-specific one. How did they laws. get
1: this passed? Because any of them in California, California requires you to do, like, yearly tests.
0: Well, yeah, but the, they put an algorithm in there that turned on the fuel emissions controls when it was detecting that it was being tested. My guess is there's probably something you plug into the uh, onboard diagnostic port.
1: And whenever it senses that it turns on the emission controller?
0: Yes. Why isn't the emission controller on all the time? Because it probably is not not giving you as much, I guess, much performance. It probably cuts down on the performance so it can keep in the the green zone for its emissions.
1: Wow. That's, That's sick. Yeah. That's just bad.
0: So yeah, so they had plugged into software things that would... Because what, what do you do to test your emissions? Oh, you got to get the tester and you got to go through the laboratory-based environment for the EPA to do their tests. And somehow they always could tell when they were being tested. And so the emissions were green. Yet as soon as they unplugged it, that shut off the defeat device. And then yep. well, things were just spewing out the tailpipe. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, no, that... It's really bad. The problem is every time somebody tries to cheat, sooner, sooner... Well, granted, this one was, what, six years now before they noticed? Yep they are gonna pay Mm -hmm. god wow that is something what else uh other car news i've actually got a couple of car things on here
1: other automotive stuff is this is this gonna be an automotive podcast again no no we'll knock all of it there's only like
0: three of them on here
1: i i I can just like walk out of the room for a few minutes i can go grab a soda um if you want to it's gonna be a little weird (laughs) it would be andy reads the news Okay, what else do we have?
0: Uh, Honda is getting approval from California to start doing self-driving cars. Yay! Who are they working with? I think they're just working with themselves. Really? Uh, yeah, Japanese car maker has already secured an autonomous vehicle testing facility in Concord, California. Uh, yeah, no, it looks like they are just... Uh, Honda, which is developing advanced driver systems assist across this Honda and Acura models. Yeah, no, it's just them. They haven't teamed up with anybody. Okay. But they are now adding to... The hell? <laughs> Sorry, my wife just posted a picture of a chicken, like an actual to chicken, what? to one of the Hangouts feeds.
1: Well, where did she go that there's a chicken? She was supposed to go to, like, I think, a baby shower. Why is there a chicken? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know why there's a chicken at a baby shower. Maybe it's, I I don't know. Right, so uh, ten car makers have agreed with the
1: DOT. Oh, include... more cars! What more car stuff? Yes, like I said, I'm going to okay. knock all the car stories out right in a row. Yeah, all right, go for it. I'm listening. I promise, I'm listening. Uh, Last one was was something about Honda and and self driving.
0: Yes, ten companies now: uh, Audi, BMW, Ford, General Motors, Mazda, Mercedes Benz, Tesla, Toyota, Volkswagen, and Volvo will all work with the NT... NHTSA, the National Highway and Traffic Safety Administration, and the International Institute. Oh, sorry, the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety and but the department not the of transportation MTSB?
1: no interesting okay
0: uh they are will work with them to implement making automatic emergency braking a standard feature across all their cars Ooh,
1: that's like the you are driving and the car in front of you brakes. the car would then break
0: yes if you don't respond in time the car itself will break that's kind of cool so yeah that's that's you got some of the bigger players, so you've got, okay, so Audi is part of VW, Ford, General Motors, well, Mazda's part of Ford, Mercedes-Benz is part of Daimler Chrysler, Tesla's big, Toyota's big, well, there's VW and Volvo, so you got a lot of the major
1: players there. Yeah, all the major American, uh, was GM in the list? Yeah, General Motors Okay, there. GM's in there, so you've got all the major American ones, plus a lot of the Japanese. Toyota and Volkswagen, which are both big. Yep, German, Japanese, and American, you got you got a pretty good range there. Yep. Do they say when they will have this? Uh I do not believe so. Just at some point this will be standard.
0: Well this was just announced and I think they think, I think they finally have to figure out all the dots and crosses and everything. Do, do, okay,
1: yeah. Uh what about this Chevy's teen driver? That's car related.
0: Yes, yes it is. The 2016 Chevy Malibu is going to come with a feature called Teen Driver. When engaged, Teen Driver silences the stereo system until both driver and passenger seat belts are fastened, automatically enables safety measures such as stability control, traction control, forward collision braking, which is I'm guessing the automatic emergency braking, Yep. and front pedestrian braking. Using a configurable PIN code, parents can also have the ability to send a maximum stereo volume limit and set an overspeed warning alert anywhere from 40 miles per hour to 75 miles per hour. each time the driver exceeds that speed the system pings an alarm and registers the infraction the data is then assembled into a report card that is uh, given to the parents
1: wow i mean it's kind of cool i almost want that just for myself okay so the report card
0: on board it, you can only access it from the card it is not actually sent to um a mobile like app that, that was the my key thing that ford did a while ago yeah so uh,
1: card will uh tattle on you yep now, is the idea that this is like the parent's car and when the kid takes it out, they activate this? Or is this like, I'm going to buy a car for my twelve, my 16-year-old. I'll buy them a Chevy Malibu.
0: I don't know. I'm feeling if they have a configurable PIN code, then you can probably shut the system off if you have the, the master code. Yeah,
1: but how hard would it be for the kid to figure out the master code?
0: I don't know, especially since most people probably put 111 on or 1234 or something like that.
1: Or like their birth date or the or their kid's birth date. Birth date. Yeah, kid's...
0: The weakest link in any system is the human.
1: I don't think that's true. It's not the weakest link in any system. It's just the weakest, the most reliable weakest link.
0: Yes. Okay, that one's better. Yeah. It's,
1: it's when all e- else fails, there is a human.
0: Who decided that
1: 1111 is a good password. Or who decided to open their spam box, open an email that had resume, and activate the macros in the program. Yep. I don't know anyone who would do that. I know one, but we'll leave it at that. Yep.
0: <laughs> <sighs> so yeah. So now there's uh, the Chevy Malibu. They plan on rolling this out to the rest of the Chevys in the future, but they're gonna try it out on the Malibu first. Okay. Which at least the plus is that speed limit thing in there is just a warning, and it does it actually will still lets you go faster because you know sometimes you actually do need to floor it for safety concern.
1: Yep. It would really suck to have it set to be, like, 40, and you're going on the highway.
0: Yes. No, that would be that would be dumb. Well, that's one way of keeping your kid off the highway, though. But if this is rolling out in, like, California, well, that's not going to work. Nope. All right. So I do believe that's all the car stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, aww. There's some other things in here. What is Hush from Purdue? Hush
0: Hush is a piece of software that Purdue came up with that uh, promises to increase your battery life by
1: 16%. So the battery lasts 16% longer. Yes.
0: They teamed up with Intel and uh, Mobile Analytics, and they examined the use of 2,000 Samsung Galaxy S3 and S4 phones from 191 mobile operators in 61 countries. So it's a big data set, and so they were just kind of checking to see how the battery usage was. Well, they found out that apps drain 28.9% of the battery power while the screen is turned off. So, you know, the, the apps will do stuff in the background. So, they'll kind of, the phone will be asleep asleep. The app will kind of wake it up into a semi state of asleep, do what it needs to do. And then sometimes the, the apps will be incorrectly programmed and not let the phone go back into asleep asleep. So, it'll be mm. stuck in that semi state and use more battery. Okay. So, um, hush dynamically identifies app background activities that deems aren't useful to the user experience on a per-app basis and suppresses those apps when the screen is turned off. So, Andy. Yes. What I need you to do... Is install Hush on my phone? Yeah. Well, oh, no surprise. There's
1: a GitHub at the bottom. Okay, so navigate there on your phone, download the package.
0: And then I'll have to... Oh, wait, I'm not rooted on this phone. You don't need to be rooted to install from non-Google Play. Oh, this is... N- it's not an actual app. It's implemented inside the Android framework. Oh, so I kind of do need to get rooted in order to have access to that yeah. part of the framework.
1: Yeah. So once they that do- is, That is significantly less useful now.
0: Yes. Well, they're working on it. They just announced this uh, this week. So still, somebody is deciding to take- Because that's, that's, that's always the one major problem. It's one thing we always talk about with new technology devices. What's the battery life? Yeah. So if there's people are finally going, okay, like what is being- cause there's two things. You either increase battery storage or you decrease battery usage- which, there's a lot of people working on putting more volts and amp hours into smaller and smaller spaces, but it's one of the it's the other half of the thing there is trying to... Limit the use. Yeah, limit the use. And now, finally, Purdue did a pretty decent study here to yeah. figure out
1: the use. Uh, following the Purdue Hush topic is another Android-related topic, so let's hit that one, All right. which is YouTube gaming and Android. YouTube. So remember, YouTube gaming is, is Google's Version of response Twitch. to Twitch, yeah. Twitch TV, where they're like... Uh, you can stream your gameplay directly to YouTube. Well, Google has announced that they want to let you do this directly from your Android device with no extra hardware. Oh. So you would stream your, basically, your, your Android screen to YouTube. How many games is this useful for?
0: Um, I can think of Hearthstone, but that's it. Like, what, what other Android?
1: I guess you could do, like, a Star Realms, but you're not going to get, like, a Let's Play Android version. Maybe emulators.
0: All right, let's look at the top Android games right now. Top free games in Android apps on Google Play. Uh, Star Wars Uprising. Piano Tiles 2. Subway Surfers. Super Max Adventure. uh, Traffic Nation Street Drivers. Eight Ball Pool. Clash of Clans. Flow Free. Hey, I know that one. Solitaire. Sky Whale.
1: None of these sound like I want to broadcast this or watch someone who is broadcasting.
0: Top paid games is uh Minecraft, Geometry Dash, Balloon T D five, Terraria, the Game of Life, Scribble Knots, Goat Simulator, Guides, Evo Creo. I uh, well there's Fallout Shelter.
1: Yeah, but that you play Fallout Shelter for like ten minutes and then you put it away.
0: Yes, yes you do.
1: Not even ten minutes. I like lately I I've gotten back into it by the way. Uh and so lately I will open it, collect everything, move three people and turn it off.
0: <laughs> oh crap, I left somebody
1: else out in the wasteland. <laughs> Again? Again. You do this every week. I know. I forget about them. Uh... I had a guy in the wasteland for like 20 hours and he kicked ass.
0: Hold on. Let's check. I got her a new armor though, and uh, got her a uh, the 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 atomic bomb gun. The Fat Man. Yes.
1: I don't have that yet.
0: Oh, she's got a Fat Man. She's got uh, some actual like power armor, so I think she might be okay. Jeez,
1: that's incredible! How wow! Lunch boxes, man. Lunch boxes. I don't get quests for lunch boxes.
0: Well, it's just like Hearthstone. Every day you can X out of one of the quests.
1: Yeah, I know, and I I tend to do so. <laughs> They usually get replaced with like a fifty cap quest. I'm like, god damn it!
0: Uh, she still has twelve stim packs and fourteen rad packs available, and she's been out there for a while. Oh, she got a blue piece of armor, officer fatigues. All right, so she's still good. 12, 12 stim packs that can last for a while.
1: How many people are in your vault?
0: Uh, fifty-eight right now. Okay.
1: Oh, you're almost uh, caught up to me. I'm at sixty-one
0: right now. I'm actually leveling everybody up in the the storerooms right now. Yep. Oh crap! I got a I got a guy here from the radio station. It means I need to build some more barracks. Put it away. All right. But there's a mole rat attack.
1: Put it away. Yeah. Screw it. If they die, they die. Harsh, man. Harsh. <laughs> anyway, yeah.
0: Android gaming streaming. I I don't understand it. I there's not a lot that I would be doing on my uh. uh on your sorry i just got a work email to just now and something about the battle creek thing. It's like oh you should probably get in touch with your boss well no shit sherlock <sighs> God,
1: i don't sorry. know what else I'd, I'd use android streaming to to stream super hexagon could be fun but i think people would get really annoyed by watching that probably cuz it's going to be the same like 10 seconds over and over and over and over and over and over and over again
0: i i don't understand what you're going to be doing with this one okay
1: what else do we got? Amazon announced a bunch of
0: oh, stuff. Oh wait, wait, no, here we go. Amazon what? gaming on Android will support audio and video comments by the way of front-facing camera and connected headset. So you could you could have the game stream on there, but you could have your phone recording you. I guess.
1: Well, I mean, a lot of streamers will have a small inset, which is them playing the game. Yeah. So and maybe so this, this makes it easier. This would rather, just be that. Yeah. But still, it's it's still Android games. Yeah. Which.
0: Is to for me Marvel Puzzle Quest and random oh shits I left somebody out in the wasteland. <laughs> every week. Every, every week. Every week, yeah. You, no, are, it's... you are a terrible overlord, sir. <laughs> I am a terrible. <laughs> do do you want to talk about how many vaults I've killed so far? Because I think my number is seven. You're on your seventh vault? Yes, yes I am. I have sixty-one people, I'm on my first vault. I didn't learn to play this game correctly for a while. How do you not
1: play this game correctly? What You expand
0: you do? too fast. Yeah. So I've had people die of radiation. I've had people die of starvation. I've had people die of thirst, which is basically the same thing. I've had uh, people die to, to um, raider attacks and the
1: uh, mole people, rat attacks. The only people that I have killed are the ones that I send out into the wasteland and then I just don't check my phone for two days. <laughs> At which point, I just bring them all back from the dead and say, come home.
0: Well, that only works if you actually are going to gain some money off of that
1: transaction. Mm, No, there is an investment. The person is not just worth the amount of caps that they have.
0: They're worth the time and effort that it took to level them up and to train right. their skills, yeah.
1: Right, so even if, if I lose caps on the deal, which often at this point I don't because they all stay out there for so long, they get a lot of caps, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's worth the cost to bring them back. Yes, I will lose money, but I will gain equipment. In Most the of that equipment,
0: of, though, that I have, though, is like the, the stupid rifles that are one or two damage, and I'm like, why, like, why,
1: why, why are you even this bringing point, this back? At this point, I'm selling anything that does less than five damage.
0: Oh, I'm up to less than six damage now. Nice, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of sawed-off shotguns wandering my, uh... In your vault? In my vault. Heaven help anybody who decides to break in there now. you be like those mole
1: rats that you just took care of?
0: Oh, uh, they're in an empty storage room there, so it's gonna take a little while for
1: people oh, to Oh, that them. sucks. <laughs> You you don't have someone next to the storage room? Well, there's
0: there's the storage rooms are all on the right side in a column, because, you know, you can fit three, three, and then two. Uh-huh. Well, technically, I probably could do three, three, and three if I knock out that second elevator shaft. Could do so that.
1: You you have no one there, is no. what you're telling me.
0: Yeah, no, it's in the bottom one there, so they're going to have to work their way up and then finally over, and then people will notice that there are mole rats in the building.
1: Right, but you, you can just drag someone into the storage room. I
0: know I could do that, but right now my phone is sitting away from me.
1: Good, because we're recording.
0: Yes, I know. So speaking of mobile phones, people are saying that the Amazon 6S 16GB is a bad idea. How much space Amazon are you The Amazon? what? No, the Apple iPhone success.
1: Okay, you said Amazon. Oh, sorry. I was wondering, like the fuck.: No, the uh, Apple the new iPhone, the, the new iPhone, guy. there's a 16 gigabyte version out there, which I And people are claiming 16 gigabytes is no longer enough space. that no. the, the maximum app size on the app store is four gigabytes, and so you could run out of space with four apps. What app do you have that is four gigabytes?
0: I'm actually going to check my settings right now. I'm grabbing my phone again, but I'm only going to check... (laughs) Okay storage space settings storage there we go storage total space total device
1: capability 16 gigabytes right now i have
0: 32 probably should update the micro sd card in here at some
1: point my sd card is a 64 gigabyte
0: ah so you're just using 32 in your phone yep
1: apps take up 8.3 gigabytes miscellaneous takes up 17.7 gigabytes the hell is taking up so much space preload system data is eight gig
0: oh geez it's still calculating my memory on mine apps is
1: eight gig is there a way to sort by sort by size yeah it's processing to try and find the sizes of all my apps Hearthstone Uh, is 1.1 gig.
0: There we go. System memory, 4 gigs. Use space, 8 gigs. Miscellaneous files is a gig. And I have 1.43 gigabytes available on my phone and then 5.72 gigabytes left on my
1: SD card. Hearthstone is a gig. But beyond that, nothing else is coming close. Next biggest thing is like 200 megabytes.
0: Yeah. So is 16 gigabytes
1: really, uh, wow, 8 gigs of apps? 16 gig is fine. If you want to use your iPhone as an iPod, go buy an actual iPod and get like 100 gigabytes.
0: I told it to sort by size, but it's not actually sorting by size yet.
1: It has to calculate them first. Oh, geez, that's going to take a while. It'll take it 10 seconds. You Uh, can see sizes appearing now.
0: Yep, here we go. Samsung text-to-speech engine, 311 megabytes. Why
1: are you using Samsung's text-to-speech and not just Google's? Uh,
0: Because sometimes when I'm driving, I don't have uh, internet access. Android can
1: do it locally. It can do it locally? Yeah, it's been able to do that for like two versions. What?
0: I think since K. Oh, why the hell am I spending 311 megabytes then on this thing? Are you out of
1: space? No. Are you low on space? No. Then don't worry about
0: it. Puzzle Quest is 257 megabytes. Chrome, 224 uh cardboard is at 102 megabytes which i still haven't found the the real
1: oh yeah you got your cardboard
0: yeah how is it um well i need to get a strap so i can actually put it on my face without having to hold it up with my hands ah
1: what what can you use it for right there's no input device your phone is in front of your face yes Um,
0: there's a little magnet and scroll reel on the side that you can use to, as somewhat of an interface. My guess is you'd probably get some sort of Bluetooth, uh, controller.
1: Okay. But again, like, what
0: are you just to watch movies or? Well, there's movies, there's games, there's other things on there. Right now I've just been watching demo videos because, um, I don't have any other interface. So I just sit there and I watch videos. How is it? It's not bad. It's, well, it's made out of cardboard. So it's kind of janky. I'll, I'll talk about that in like two weeks once I actually dig into it some more. Okay. Or maybe four weeks, because I really want to talk about Windows 10, but I'm not talking about that this week. So
1: No, don't talk about Windows 10 yet. Yeah.
0: Do cardboard first. All right. So speaking of Amazon and controllers and such,
1: yeah. they've released the new line of Fires. That is the Fire tablet, because mm-hmm. they discontinued the Fire phone. Yes, yes they did. And the Fire TV stick, and the Fire TV, and the Fire TV gaming edition. Yes. And that was all from memory. How is that? Not bad. Not bad at all. Would you buy a $50 Android tablet?
0: Yes. Yes, I would.
1: Do you have an Android
0: Fire? No. No, I don't. Or an Amazon Fire? No. No, I don't. But Are a you... $50 tablet, which you probably could easily root and put your own hardware on there. Or not your hardware, your own software. Operating system. I don't yeah. know.
1: Can you? It's, it's Amazon. They've probably got pretty secure. Um, if
0: you Google Amazon Fire root... ATF a- News, Fire TV and Fire TV Stick Rooting Guide, how to root your Amazon Fire TV. Amazon oh, it's, it's Fire. probably
1: like a two-step process, isn't it?
0: HD Root, how to root your Kindle Fire HD, Amazon Fire HD 6 and 7, root topics and info on the XDA forums. How to install Google Play Store on your Amazon 7 All right, all Android. right, I
1: got it, I got it. I understand. I was wrong. So I'm trying to think of what's the next
0: cheapest decent tablet that's 7 inches. There aren't many. Cheapest Android tablet. Uh, cheapest 10-inch Android KitKat tablet with two-year something or another. That is $85 from HolaTab Elite, because that sounds like a good brand. Yeah. Yeah, no, $50. That puts... It's a pretty low-cost tablet. Th- Did you also see that they're selling a six-pack of them as well? That I
1: missed. Is that for, like, the family pack?
0: You can buy five of these new 7-inch tablets for $50, and you get the sixth one free.
1: Okay. Buy five, get one free. Yes.
0: that's BOGOs, right? Buy one, get one. So this would be B5-BFGO. Yeah, BIFGO. BIFGO. Buy five, get one. So are you thinking about
1: that at all or no? No. No? I don't know if I'm going to buy another tablet. Wait, what tablet do you currently have? I've had a few. Well, I had uh, had one of the really early Android tablets way back uh, with Honeycomb. Oh, so like when they first said like we're yeah. gonna make tablets and everyone laughed and Apple's like ah ha ha that's oh shit we need to do that. <laughs> um, no, it's not true because Apple actually had I think Apple had their tablet first. iPad came out first. I do believe so. Yeah,
0: because it was just an up it was an upstep from the iPhone or the iPod Touch right. basically. Uh,
1: excuse me. Uh, so the, the I had that way back then. It was like an Asus tablet, and then I had a Nexus tablet, and then that's it. Just the two.
0: I think it wouldn't be too bad. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out myself and buy it, but I could easily throw that on my Christmas wish list. Yep. For 50 bucks, that's right in the, the wheel The thing
1: house. is, what what do you use it for? Like, I my tablet right now has been relegated to audiobooks in the car for long trips.
0: Which I have my iPod for. Well, actually, Kate's iPod for.
1: Yeah, there's a really, really good app for Android for audiobooks. Is it Audible Audiobooks? No. Oh. It is. Let me look up the name of it again. Uh, I think we talked about this at some yeah, point, right? Yeah, Ambling Book Player. Yes. Yeah, so yes, we, we it. Yeah, It's a really, really, really good little audiobook app. I'm just trying to think
0: of the things I do on my phone, but then also be great for work because there's a couple of times where I'm working on something, I have to pull up the manual, which trying to read the manual on my phone is not good. Mm. But move it up to a seven inch
1: screen. And I think that would be that would actually be readable, right? About the size of a paperback? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah because that's what my Nexus 7
0: is. Yeah, so I feel like this would be a good thing for, you know, having there for manuals and books and that sort of stuff. Because there's, there's a lot of times, yeah, I pull up stuff from my phone and I'm trying to, like, read this little tiny screen trying to, to figure out what to do, and it just doesn't work. To be like a Kindle Plus. Okay. The I mean, new Fire TVs, those are interesting, especially with Alexa on there. So Alexa's
1: their, their uh, audio assistant, right?
0: Yes, the one that was on the Echo. Yeah. That helped out a little bit, but then other times made me wanting more. What? I had the Echo here for a bit, right? Remember we reviewed it and then Alexa could do some things great, and then other things she could not do at all. Was I on that episode? I
1: hope so. I don't remember us talking about The Echo. Oh, no, we reviewed The Echo. Okay. Evidently we reviewed The Echo. <laughs> I I have no memory of this. Wow. Yep. Shows where I am in the hierarchy of Dave's mind. I uh, I don't think that comes as a surprise to
0: anyone, Andy. So yeah, the original Fire TV stick also is uh available for $40 as well. So if you want, you know. Yep.
1: Although, uh, if if you are one of those people who tends to speculate on technology, and I mean speculate like stocks and appreciation, um, Google is rumored to be working on the Chromecast 2.
0: Oh, the, the little like circle medallion looking one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how well that would work on my TV because all the HDMI ports are right next to each other.
1: So get a HDMI extender cable.
0: So it just would just literally be dangling behind the TV?
1: No, you put it somewhere, you mount it. I'm not going to screw into the back of my TV. I don't know what it looks like yet. No one knows what it actually looks like yet. Supposedly it looks like a big circle. So like the Nexus Q? I guess so. Because that's what it really started as. So this one supposedly has better
0: Wi-Fi. Granted, I don't really have much problem with our current Wi-Fi on the Chromecast. Yeah. But that's because we use my wired uh, PlayStation connection for Amazon Instant. So it seems to be holding a lot better than it used to over the Wi-Fi. Okay. So, speaking of videos, somebody created a video of a scale model of the solar system. Yeah. Um, using the Earth as a marble. Okay. Um, which ha- basically has been done before. I remember, uh, I think Sagan did one where he just actually plotted it all out. Um, but this one, he actually put
1: the uh, orbits in there as well. Cool. Things don't move on the, the orbits, I assume. Hmm? Things don't move along the orbits, I assume. Oh, yeah. They, they rotate around the sun. In the Nevada desert. Yes. So they, they actually rotate around a central point.
0: Yes. This is why they needed seven
1: miles. So it really is like a, a model of the solar system. Yes. That's pretty kick-ass. That yeah. piece the crap out of the thing I was going to link back, being like, oh, herp, herp, that's so impressive. No, no that like, actually is impressive.
0: Yeah, they actually they mapped out the, the orbits of all the stuff there, and they put little lights on there, and they filmed it at night so you can actually see the things traveling around. That's kick-ass. See, I just have the Dane County Planet Trek. Here. Um, yeah. Here's a link. I still
1: remember. Arecibo had their planets all mapped out as well. Mm-hmm. But we have ours along a trail, so ah. you can actually bike the entire trail, and you can bike the solar system. Nice. Including Pluto. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. Hey, we watched the Nova actually about
0: that, which was hilarious. Because Neil deGrasse Tyson was uh, hosting that episode of Nova. Mm. So he actually went and like interviewed the family of the guy who first found Pluto. And he explained that thing there. And he explained the whole International Astronomy Union's yep. whole thing there. And it was actually a pretty good episode, which was hilarious. Because we watched that, I think, two days before New Horizon was going to pass Pluto. Nice. So we're like, oh, we're sending a probe to Pluto?
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, look, hey, look. It looks like- it's at Pluto. Wow, that was fast. <laughs> this trail also has Ceres, by the way. Oh, really? Yes. Which really, like, if you're going to include Pluto, you probably should include Ceres. Yeah. Yeah. You Ceres know was at one point a planet. Really? Yep. It was at one point classified as a planet between Mars and Jupiter. Hmm. And then people realized that there was another and another. And another. And oh shit, there's actually a field of these things. Yes. That was the, the discovery of the asteroid belt. So but how yeah, long
0: it, is this path? Uh Ah, it is... There's 23 your, miles. 20, no, there sorry. you go. Yeah, it ends at Pluto, which is about 23 miles
1: away from... Yep, okay. Yep, in Mount Horeb. Well, hopefully it's a flat sort of trail. Mostly. Okay. It's mostly flat. It's 23 miles.
0: That's a heck of a bike ride. I could, I could if I wanted to, bike 32 miles on trails here. Nice. The problem is the first about seven miles or so are all downhill, yeah, so which means when the you turn around is, the last oh, seven miles is all uphill is all uphill uh, It sounds like what you need to do, Andy, is do that backwards. Except then I would have to drive my car out to some random point and then bike the other way. Is yeah, interesting. That, mm. that
1: is exactly what I'm saying with your new awesome bike rack. Yes,
0: it is awesome. Yep, yep. I'm not being sarcast. It is awesome. I'm. It not is. Being sarc- it is a
1: really impressive bike rack. Yeah. I am not denying this. Okay. Look, I've I've lost all place to make fun of you for that bike rack. Given that on my Amazon wish list is a three hundred dollar set of wind chimes. <laughs> To which my only response is, you need to hear these wind chimes to understand why I want them.
0: If I was your neighbor, though... You would be
1: so happy that I got these wind chimes.
0: For about the first ten minutes? Nope. What happens if it's the middle of the night and it's a windy night, i.e. last night? And you'll hear
1: wonderful, soothing, beautiful
0: music. I don't know about that one. So what the hell is Shovel Knight? What do you mean, what the hell
1: is Shovel Knight? I've never played it. I reviewed it. I don't remember that. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was good. I did do a random review of Shovel Knight, didn't I? I don't know. If I didn't, I know what I'm doing as my random review next week. (laughs) Let's look at the drive. Random review. Shovel. Shovel Knight. No, no Shovel. I, I swear I've reviewed Shovel Knight. Well, how I, how old is this list? Uh, not that old. We're only like four episodes behind. Yeah, well, we got four
0: twenty-six on there as the last one. Yeah, we're at four thirty. Ah, we're four episodes behind. True, and you haven't
1: done shovel night. I guess I haven't done shovel night. Holy crap! Okay, Dave, I
0: know I what, know you're what doing I'm next doing week. next
1: week. Uh, so Shovel Knight is, is a, a platform adventure game, and it's really, really, really good, and it harkens back to a lot of NES. It is often compared to as a, a spiritual successor of Mega Man, DuckTales, Castlevania, and Mario. So those classic, classic, good platformers. Right. Like, really good old platform games. And... It, it it was pretty pricey. It was like 20 bucks. I think it still is 20 bucks. It's multi platform. They've got it out on just about everything at this point. Um, Amazing Music by Jake Kaufman, Vert. And they just released DLC for it, except they didn't release it as DLC. It's DLC for people who own it on like Nintendo or who own it on Xbox. Uh, but on the PC, it was just a patch. And now oh. there's a second game in the game. Nice. Yeah. So if you own Shovel Knight, particularly if you own it on PC, uh, there's a new game, Shovel Knight Plague of Shadows, where you get to play as Plague Knight who is one of the bosses of Shovel Knight. Hmm, that should be interesting. Yeah. I look forward to your review next week. Yeah, of Shovel Knight? Yes. I mean, I just gave it. That really was the random review right there. It's an amazing game. Nope, it's, nope, nope. It's your it's, review next week. It was a little expensive. It's um, your review but, next week. But now it's worth it. Definitely it's worth your it with that extra next piece. week. Nope, it's done. It's gone. La, 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 la. I'm not listening. How much is Shovel Knight right now? Is it still 20 bucks?
0: La 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 la. So, somebody developed a chip that can
1: explode. It's 15 bucks. A chip that can explode. I think they call it like C4, didn't they? No, but this one is a computer chip
0: that will self destruct on command. Oh. It can, it, okay, so it's produced on glass. Yeah. And um, the glass is stressed to breaking point by heat by a light hitting a photodiode. And um, in 10 seconds, the glass shatters. And therefore, the chip is no more.
1: It, now, is that it has to be continuous light for 10 seconds or like 10 seconds of cumulative light? Well, it's it, it's light hitting a photodiode, which turns on a uh,
0: circuit inside the chip. That a small resistor starts to heat up, and then the glass shatters into thousands of pieces.
1: But, like, does that have to be continuous? What if I shine it and then take it away, and then shine it, and then take it away? I
0: well, it's got to be resistor would be continuous heat probably. So it's, you've so, got to have it on for ten seconds. Okay, so the resistor
1: would would cool down over time. Yes. Okay. Because it would really suck to, like, prank someone by just flashing a light on it very now, quickly. Now, this one, the
0: photodiode would have to be continuous-like to leave the circuit open in order okay. to get the resistor to heat up. It is
1: still still—it is still a terrible prank opportunity of, like, ah-ha-ha, ha, I just broke your shit. Which is because you
0: this thing shatters into thousands of pieces and, therefore, is non-repairable. Yeah. They say even after it broke up, stress remained in the fragments, and they continued breaking into even smaller pieces for tens of seconds afterwards. So this thing... <laughs> Exploded, and then the pieces were still so hot that they also were starting to break as well.
1: That's really cool. I could see this going in like yeah, the yeah, 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 uh, you will it replaces the you will void your warranty sticker. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> no longer. You... If you remove these screws, will you break your warranty? If you remove these screws, product will stop functioning. <laughs>
0: Well, no, the problem with this one is it needs electricity to power the circuit, Yeah. which normally, if anybody is worth their salt, will not open the box while it's still powered on.
1: Battery. Ah, yes. Okay, I can see that part of it. (laughs) Put in just a a little low-voltage battery. Just sits there. I mean, it's not like it's going to have any power draw on it. No, until light hits the thing for more than 10 seconds. Yep. Of course, ten seconds is is quite a bit. So, like, if it's ten seconds and I'm I'm worried about light hitting it, I have a bottle of black spray paint. I open the case and spray it <laughs> on everything. No, just the the diode. Yeah, you just need to spray it on the sensor.
0: Yeah, or you just get some little like black cover or electrical right.
1: tape. Yeah, just wrap it in electrical tape and you're good. Yeah. Especially if you just do it in a dark room. Also true. Yeah.
0: But they're they're thinking about using this thing for uh, encryption keys and such. One-time use pad. Yeah, because once you use it, it's not happening again. Yep. It, I feel like this is this is like what Mission Impossible used for. This message will self-destruct in ten seconds, or five <laughs> seconds, or whatever they say. <laughs>
1: This message will self-destruct. Into so I actually started thinking about ways you could do that with with old magnetic storage. Turns out it's not actually all that difficult. No, it's difficult if all you want to do is destroy the tape and not the machine. Yes, destroying tape is easy. That just requires fire. Right, and so like at the very end of the tape, you just have it pull off a capsule. Yeah, which... and like expose it to oxygen or combine two chemicals.
0: Yeah, no, that would be that's that's because once you destroy the data, who cares if what the machine's doing? Right. Heck, you make the machine flammable as well. You
1: Well, but that's the thing. Like, it's super easy to destroy the machine and the tape. Yeah. How can you do it so that you just destroy the tape? Well,
0: you enclose the tape in some sort of metal box.
1: But the tape has to be... Remember, in, in Mission Impossible, it was always just like a cassette tape or a videotape. Yes, or a record player. Or a record player, but it's something that they put into something else. The idea is you can put it into any machine. Yes. I don't want to break the machine. video player... And leave evidence that I was there and did something.
0: Okay, so what you do then is put it inside some, like I said, some sort of steel case.
1: But it's gotta be immediate. It has to be this tape will self destruct.
0: Yeah, no, you put it in a metal box and you burn whatever inside the metal box the metal box should contain
1: but but you don't remove it from the player it should be here's here's the ideal so- solution i hand you a cassette i say andy go listen to this wherever you want you listen to it and you can walk away and it will still self destruct without destroying whatever you're using to listen to it
0: all right, easy easy way to do that. Yeah, an erase magnet built in just past the playhead of Ooh, a cassette tape.
1: I like it. I like it.
0: So you play it once, and, and you it's can't
1: erasing as it goes past. It's
0: erase. It plays. It runs past the playhead, reads the data, and then literally right next to the playhead is a is just a strong, just a regular magnet because yep. the exact- magnet.
1: Uh, what what you could even do for that is if you I like the idea if you put in two magnets so I'm thinking reel to reel cassette right that's a cassette yeah, is like essentially a, a mini reel to reel so on either side of the second head which is where it, it wraps the tape around as it as it finishes on well, that's actually either, the reel the right. head is what reads the sorry ear. the the reel so the either side of the second reel you put magnets that that are on. um, booms essentially so that they can swing out as the reel grows and so you have one on either side so every time it passes one of those heads it's going through another clear which means that it will go through hundreds of clears
0: yeah no that that's what i'm just magnets in the reel past the playhead that's
1: yep that's a good way to do it yeah i was thinking you could use a glass tape case and just put some acid in there
0: that might make it more complicated just make it a uh One regular over-the-counter magnet in the wrong spot in that thing. Yep. Because all you're doing is just running the tape head past the magnet. magnet. I like it. I wonder if anybody's done that, because that seems...
1: (laughs) And the CIA contacts Andy and Dave.
0: For, you know, cassette tapes, which are so in style right now.
1: I'm sorry, what's the most effective storage method for large-scale storage?
0: Magnetic tape. There we go. Um, so, a artist school, uh, the Bellevue Fine Art School in Seattle, decided to figure out how much of the ink is left in the print cartridges of their Epson 9900 printer. A lot. Yeah.
1: The answer is a lot.
0: When it says that, uh, it has 1% remaining, they took the print cartridges apart, poured them out there, and, um... They found on average a 700 milliliter cartridge still contains about 100 milliliters of ink. Yeah. So the 1% was actually closer to 15 to 20%. So um, the people who wrote this article reached out to Epson to say, hey, what's up with that? Epson said that the ink reporting and ink cartridges used in the Epson Stylus Pro 9900 series large format printer reports on ink levels and simultaneously protect the health of the print head. During print head maintenance or cleanings, if a cartridge doesn't have enough ink to complete the cleaning, a fuller cartridge must be used. However, users have the choice to swap out a cartridge that is reporting low levels for a fuller cartridge for the cleaning maintenance as needed, then replace it with the original cartridge to use the remaining ink. The original cartridge does not need to be
1: discarded. What? So Epson's answer, just just to be clear, to, hey, my printer says it needs a new cartridge, is swap it out for a new cartridge and then swap it back. Yes. And that 24% ink is not enough to do a single head cleaning cycle.
0: That's what it seems. Yes.
1: Epson is an asshole who had their hand caught in the cookie jar.
0: Yes. Yes. It, that's what it sounds like. Because... This didn't say anything about cleaning cycles. When you the printer just said, hey, the print level is only 1% left, and you need to put a new ink cartridge in. This, this said nothing about maintenance or anything else like that. This just said, hey, you only have 1% ink left. Somehow that 1% was actually 20% or 15, somewhere higher than 1%. Significantly. And these, this is like a professional large format printer. So these these are really expensive cartridges. Each 700 milliliter cartridge cost nearly $100. Yeah. And you're throwing out 20% of that? Yep. Man, oh.
1: I, I want to go find like a photo place and just camp out by their, their trash. <laughs> and just take the cartridges and then resell the ink. Hey man, that's why I go to Cartridge World. Well, actually, it's uh, it's why like I w- I, w- I hesitate to say real professionals, but many professional photographers and printers don't use stock cartridges. They use a modified cartridge where you actually have a reservoir of ink. Oh, that would work, and so you can actually see the amount of ink yep. that is left
0: yeah the only large format printers that i've used were stuck with the cartridges which i could tell by the weight like you pull it out there and you got you you can kind of feel how much
1: like oh that's still full
0: yeah yeah which also every once in a while if you take it out and shake it a bit and you plug it back in you can probably get a couple more runs out of it before it says like hey this is empty and you actually pull it i'm like oh yeah now it's empty oh what else we got here um somebody keeps on cutting at&t's cables in california that kind of sucks yeah, they're offering a $250,000 reward to find out who keeps on cutting their fiber-optic cables. Google. It's happened, uh, looks like 11 to 12 times over the previous year.
1: Whoa. Yeah. That sucks for AT&T. Uh,
0: the cable outage seems to have been affected by an intruder, uh, according to the FBI, somebody possibly dressed as an AT&T worker, gaining access to the cable via manhold in Alameda where three fiber optic cables were cut, affecting cable service and latency in the Northern California reason, region. Which,
1: my money's I, on Verizon.
0: I think it's an inside job. I think this is a disgruntled AT&T worker because
1: it's they just
0: they, they were able to access it via a, a random manhole in some Alameda
1: County. That's yeah, true. They knew where they were going.
0: Yeah, and you they supposedly they have the. Uh, uh, specialist tools to actually cut it cleanly, yeah, because those things the, the fiber optics that are run underground are in steel conduit in the cable it 's like it 's not an easy thing to cut through, but if you have the right tools for it it 's easy as pie uh, the, the cables were repaired within four hours. Some speculation has arisen though that the systematic nature of the cable ripper attacks indicates a methodical testing of response to similar instances so this is that 's why they 're saying like this has happened a lot over the past years, and they 're being very. Methodical about it. Hmm. AT&T, $250,000. New
1: copyright uh, ruling. Yes, about the dancing dancing baby or no? Dancing baby. So video, baby dancing to a Prince song. Yes. Whatever. Uh, Prince's label said no. And issued a takedown notice. And various litigation back and forth, back and forth. And the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals said, no, this is fair use. And oh, by the way, you have to consider fair use now before you can send takedown notices.
0: Yeah, the... the According to Universal, who owns the rights to the song, said that, okay, yes, the, the, the video part of this was not what we were cared about. They said it was an unauthorized use of the audio itself, which the Appeal Court is like, really? No. So now this is actually going to go to actual trial again. And, um, yeah, the appeals court said that now they actually have to think of fair use before sending down the takedown notices, which um, this was one of more than 200 videos that Universal believe are making unauthorized use of Prince songs. And so it was sent out as a mass t- take down notice all at once mm-hmm. so that's that, that's a lot of uh just mass emailings
1: that hopefully will no i mean that's it's they can no longer just say you know we caught that there's five seconds of our music in your video take it down yeah fair use is weird yep what constitutes as fair use
0: well there's a whole list of this stuff there you can actually probably find it online yeah i bet Fair use definition. Yep. Here we go. There's a Wikipedia article. There's a U.S. Copyright Office article. Stanford has a big article about it.
1: There's also probably law books written about it.
0: Teachingcopyright.org has a free fair use frequently asked questions. So there's there's a lot of stuff there for fair use.
1: Yep. Google Glass is back. What? Sort of. So we had Glass. Google said, we're trying this out. We're seeing what we've got. And then they said, all right, we're sort of okay with it. And then they said, no, we're done with it. Uh, and it's now coming back as Project Aura, A-U-R-A. It is a new division under Google, not Alphabet, mind you. It's under Google. Okay. Uh, and it's it's looking at Glass again and saying, what can we do with it, and how do we want to change it so that this can actually be successful?
0: Hmm. Well, this could be interesting.
1: Yeah. So it's back. By the way, the Michigan State game is 35 to 14. Nice. Just thought people might want an update on that. Are I we going to get sued by the NCAA now? I, don't know. I had an offer to go to the the Packers game against Seattle tomorrow, mm. but it would have been here's a ticket. Oh, <laughs> like but but I don't, I don't want to go to a football game alone. <laughs> There's not much point going to a football game alone. No. At 8.30 at night in Green Bay. Well, 7.30 at night in Green Bay. You know how far away Green Bay is from Madison? Yes, it's about, what, three hours? Right. So I'd have to drive up there, go to the game. Game's going to last three to four hours. And then drive down. Then drive back down. And then go to work in the morning.
0: Yeah, no. Not going to happen. Wouldn't be prudent. Nope, nope, nope,
1: nope. It's too bad. I do want to go to a Packers game sometime. So BBC is doing their own version of Netflix? Well, sort of. They're not really doing their own version of Netflix, but they are doing a streaming service online.
0: Oh, aren't they already doing that? Because I think I can watch Orphan Black and Doctor Who on
1: Amazon Instant. Yeah, but this would be BBC themselves. Oh. And so it would be the entire BBC catalog. So, you'd be able to watch not just Doctor Who, but all of Doctor Who. So,
0: wouldn't this basically just be an upgrade out of their iPlayer? Yes. Okay.
1: But it would also be region free. I don't know that the iPlayer is.
0: The iPlayer is not. That's what VPNs are for.
1: <laughs> yeah so this would be region free oh well that would be plus or at least available in more regions i suppose not necessarily region free
0: but it's there yeah which is good because it's kind of the bbc international is kind of what is funding all of the bbc yeah that's that's been the case since like the 1940s so they finally realized oh wait if we actually sell the license to these things to other other countries actually
1: want to watch this shit yeah what's this about computers in schools
0: Oh, supposedly there was a study done that says that um, having – oh, actually, done – hey, look, it's the BBC – computers do not improve pupil results – says the um basically the British education something
1: committee. To which every teacher ever says well duh.
0: Yeah, the report from the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development examines the impact of school technology on international test results, such as the PISA test, which is taken in more than seventy countries and measures digital
1: skills. Wait, computers using computers, they're they're making the claim that using the computers doesn't change test results on a test measuring digital skills. I call Bullshit. I well mm. examines
0: the impact of school technology on international okay. test results such as the PISA tests taken in more than seventy flipping. countries and tests measuring oh the PISA test and tests measuring digital skills.
1: Okay. Flipping back, uh that's computers in school, and I would I actually would believe that. And that's because kids are using computers at home too. In any case, I place no value in this study whatsoever. <laughs>
0: Students who use computers very frequently at school get worse results. Students who use computers moderately at school, such as once or twice a week, have somewhat better learning outcomes than students who use computers rarely. Results show no appreciable improvements in reading, mathematics, or science in the countries that invested heavily in information technology. High-achieving schools, such as South Korea and Shanghai and China, have lower levels of computer use in schools. Think yeah, important. I don't
1: know why we're we're measuring people's success in math as a criterion of, are they learning? And that's speaking as a former math teacher. <laughs> I was going to say, whoa, damn, that's cold. Yep.
0: I'm trying to think of the last time I ever used any higher level math outside yep. of basic algebra.
1: It's always why it was such a hard question. Mr. Play. when am I ever going to need this? You won't. You absolutely won't. But this article also provides the same background of of why it's important, is because you are judged throughout your entire life based on how much math you know. Your intelligence is judged. You are considered to be a more intelligent person if you know calculus.
0: Which, the amount of people who use calculus... Not very many. Yeah, no, I started reading a book that was the science of radio transmission or something like that, and they brought out the calculus, and I'm like, I... I can look at this formula here and I understand the parts, but what the f- am I supposed to do with this? Nothing.
1: You're not supposed to actually do anything with it. It's
0: like somebody went through and said, oh, yeah, this is how you calculate this. And I'm like, well, shit. All right. Um, function of uh,
1: the fuck, damn it. <laughs> so, in any case, random review? Random review. Shovel Knight. No, that's oh, next week. Okay. Random review. Surge! A uh, soft drink? Yes. I
0: have it's a can of 16 ounces of Surge in my hand. I've actually been drinking that. If you heard, listened earlier, you heard me open up a can. Yeah. Partway through oh, the podcast. That Surge? That was the Surge.
1: So, Surge, it's it's a
0: citrus-like energy drink, isn't it? Um... I feel like this is Coca-Cola's trying to beat Mountain Dew. Okay, so it's a citrus high caffeine drink.
1: Yes. Okay. It
0: tastes exactly like Surge used to taste.
1: I don't know how Surge used to taste. I was never allowed to drink Surge.
0: Surge, which um, there are plenty of stores around you that you could actually go and buy a can, Dave. Yeah? Yeah. There is a map on Surge.com.
1: What? Yes. Surge.com. Wow. It shows wow, all the places. Uh, that's quite a rollout in the East and Midwest. Yes. this Southeast is Southeast and Midwest. That's where they rolled out Surge. Yes. It's nowhere else. available. You could get it from Amazon for like the last year. Yes, but
0: peop- it was always sold out and people were trying to resell it as a um, expensive drink.
1: Okay. So who owns Surge? Coke. Coke. I would explain why it started in the Southeast.
0: Okay, so you could buy it you could right now buy a twelve pack of these cans, sixteen ounce cans for fourteen dollars on Amazon if you wanted to. Or
1: probably like ten dollars in a grocery store.
0: Well this can I bought two of them for two twenty two, so a dollar
1: right. something. There's there's an interesting hole in this map. Oh that, that empty space in um Chicago. All of Chicago. They just like not sell it like there's some distributor in Chicago who said, No, no surge. Well do you see that nice big like hole in Tennessee as well? uh like all of tennessee oh they sell it in the in the major cities yeah
0: but that, that spot between uh nashville and um and i'm trying to see but the map is covered memphis, with andy
1: that's memphis tennessee <laughs> i i couldn't tell it was covered you... with surge all over the geography map. andy <laughs> city on the southwest side of tennessee that's memphis yeah that is memphis do you know how i know that because it's you... not nashville <laughs> <laughs> How many big cities are there in Tennessee? There's probably only two, Memphis and Nashville. And yeah, Knoxville, Chattanooga. True. But yeah, no, it's Nashville and Memphis.
0: So yes, yeah, so I'm counting 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 56, 17, about 18 places that sell surge in Madison yeah, and the surrounding the, areas.
1: I, I looked and I, I started clicking around and some of these are in the wrong place. Oh, Like the very wrong place, particularly the one that's really close to me on the southwest side. If you zoom in, you'll notice that there's a little surge I in the middle of a field next to a K Jewelers, which is also (laughs) the wrong place. That K Jewelers is not there. That K Jewelers is like a mile away from where it's supposed to be. Oh. Uh, Yeah, the Pincus McBride Market and Deli on 301 North Hamilton. North Hamilton is in downtown.
0: Yeah, that, that,
1: I don't know why that's over there. That's in, that is in the very wrong place. Most of these are gas stations.
0: Yes, that is where I picked mine up. Mine The speedways around
1: Kalamazoo are selling it. Mobile, Stop and Go, Shell, Mobile, Mobile, BP, BP. Yeah, these are all gas stations. Yes,
0: but it does exist again, and it tastes exactly like my childhood for a few
1: years. I, I was never, yeah, I don't know that I ever had Surge. I don't know that I'll go and get Surge. Why do I want Surge? If you want a Coke version of Mountain Dew. What if I don't like Mountain Dew?
0: Well, then you're not going to like this. Okay,
1: so don't it's, get Surge.
0: It's it's like if you mixed Mountain Dew and Sierra Mist together. Okay. I think that's what it tastes. It tastes like Surge. So if you remember what Surge tastes like, it tastes exactly the same. Yep. If you don't, it's it's like a lighter Mountain Dew.
1: It's really funny that, that you think of, well, if if you think of Sierra Mist as a light Mountain Dew, because they're the same thing.
0: No, no, no. Sierra Mist is... Um... Oh,
1: the words.
0: Oh, Sierra Mist and Mountain Dew, yeah.
1: Right? Yes. Because it's the Sierras is the mountains. Yeah. And it's it's Mist versus Dew. Yep. Sierra Mist, Mountain Dew.
0: Holy crap. This one can of 16 ounces has 56 grams of sugar in it.
1: <laughs> How many Circus Peanuts is 56 grams of sugar?
0: I don't know. How much... Is... Circus Peanut. No, I don't want sugar-free Circus Peanuts. What the hell is the point of that? <laughs> Really? You're not going to tell me what the uh, more than five grams of sugar in each circus peanut? All right.
1: That is 11 circus peanuts. 11 circus peanuts in your one can. Oh, oh, oh. Perhaps you should stop drinking, Surge.
0: Well, I only have this one can left, and then I'm going to go back to the rest of my Baja Blast.
1: How much? Wait, how much sugar is in your Baja Blast, Andy?
0: Hold on. Let me check. (laughs) <laughs> there is a uh, 44 grams of sugar in one 12 ounce can of baja blast
1: so in a 12 ounce can there's 44 ounces of sugar there are nine circus peanuts
0: so that's 3.66 repeating grams of sugar per ounce and on the surge 56 divided by 16 is
1: 3.5 yeah less just barely less barely less Woo, sugar I am trying to hold myself to one can a day. Well, that's what that's that. what I
0: actually do normally. If that. I have my coffee in the morning, no yep, sugar. Good. Just a little bit of creamer.
1: And then I have a
0: can of pop during lunch, and that is it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess you you are running like 20 miles every couple days. Not this weekend, but so I guess it's it's not too bad. Yeah, You're balancing it out. Let's look
0: at what my current monthly run is. Total miles September fifteen point six two miles so far, and that is not that does not include my treadmill running, which has also been miles. Yeah. I wonder if my other app will tell me what the actual miles have been. Uh, activity for this month? About history, let's see if I can... Oh, you're not going to tell me the month, are you? You're just going to give me individual workouts. Yep. Stats, maybe? Last seven days. Last seven days have been 17 miles. Uh, last month has been 70 miles. I have done 70 miles in the last 28 days. Okay. So, yeah.
1: How much sugar is in a sugar cube? I don't know.
0: Uh, sugar cube, uh, one serving of sugar cube is 2.3 grams.
1: So two and a quarter grams per sugar cube. Yes. So how many sugar cubes is in that 16 ounce surge? Uh, 2.5 into 56. About 20. Yep, 22.4. That's a lot of sugar cubes. You could don't drink... Think about it because... You could drink your Surge, or you could eat 22 sugar cubes. Just putting that out
0: there. Well, yeah, but this one also gives me 69 milligrams of caffeine as well. Random topic. <laughs> okay, random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Which co-host makes a better Calvin Klein underwear model? Andy. Dave. What? Yeah. You think so? Um, well, if you've ever noticed Calvin Klein underwear models... Yeah, um, I have not, but go on, <laughs> They are bare chested. Okay. So, um, I would have to get my chest waxed. Ah, I would bro- yeah, I, I really wouldn't. So, would out of the box, who would make a better Calvin Klein underwear model? Dave.
1: But, but with effort, I mean, you've, you are, you are much more muscly.
0: <laughs> not right now. No, I'm not. No? I'm like 170 some odd pounds and I have not put on much muscle. Oh. That has been all sedimentary stuff. Oh, I guess Dave. Thank you, Andy. I appreciate that comment. It would be, out of the box, I'm saying that you are going to be the better Calvin Klein underwear model. Okay. I,
1: I don't know, and I feel like I'm still too lanky for it. Well, they have, uh, like, all gangly. Like, uh, like you, you got arms like Gumby, or what? Kinda.
0: But yeah, no, I, uh, Kate, <laughs> Kate also agreed with me on this one. Okay.
1: So, so what we need to do is find a, a photographer who works with Calvin Klein, and say, which of us would you prefer to work with? and then they will laugh at us and say get out
0: probably question is who would look better on that 5450 50 foot tall billboard in times square yo i yeah no i'm not gonna be a good underwear model that would okay
1: i i will i will i will fall on that one for you <laughs> I'll fall on that sword i'll fall on that sword i'll take that bullet <laughs> i'll jump on that grenade one time i mixed those up i said i'll fall on that bullet for you people laughed Ooh.
0: Hey, tomatoes, potatoes. Sure.
1: All right. Are we good?
0: I do believe we're good. I do believe that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net.